Hello, and welcome to The World According to the Knock, the shittiest tornado to hit your life and will have impact on the rest of your life. On this road, you will meet the most fabulous people and also some absolute idiots. And we are here to help you decipher between the two and make your road a bit more bearable and most importantly, to give you some hope. Listeners' discretion is advised due to the net sensitive nature of the podcast and the swearing. to the world according to the knock. Uh, This week is the tornado part two and this is more about the practical side of this. So last week it was more about the emotional impact and the feelings you may be having. Um, This week is more about the practical side. Um, You know I've reached out to the community and they've given me their what ifs you know and what they wish they had known what they wish would happen um so i'm going to be going off notes so if i'm sort of like stopping and starting i'm sorry um the main consensus i have seen is that people wish that they had someone that they could talk to straight away that has actually been on this journey um so they can have a true understanding and not feel so alone um which i think is is paramount to the trauma that the families feel um especially straight afterwards you know having that person go it's okay what you're feeling is normal and you're definitely not alone by someone who's actually walked this road I think is essential Um, so that's that's the biggest one I think that has come out of you know asking people what they wish they'd known or had at the time um Another thing I'm finding is that there's actually, there's no support. You know, you are literally left. That's it. See you later. And left. With no idea why, how, when this has happened. Um, So there's no support, especially around the trauma of it. Um, And especially for children. There's no support for the trauma um, that the children feel, especially if they are present at the arrest, um, which is really quite sad. Um, so that's something a lot of people would have liked. Um, the support after sentencing I've I've had a couple of people say there's not much support after sentencing Um, and funny enough I've been having to get stuff ready for next week's episode and there is um, you know doing some digging and, and people coming forward there is support out there um which 
is brilliant. And as I say, that's for next week's um, episode. Um, Communication with the police. I see this a lot. People asking, oh, do I contact them? You know, will they be able to give me a time? No, they can't. Um, There's a massive backlog on these crimes. Um, well, in in every aspect, actually, in all crimes, there's big back, backlogs. So, if you're going to contact them, do it by email. Um, don't be surprised if you have no response. Um, legally, a solicitor is allowed to ask for an update every 28 days. Um, but normally, sadly they will be ignored um but legally they're allowed to it's a massive um shock and we all want answers um but it's very doubtful that you'll get them from the police um because it can actually impede an investigation um Now, talking about the police, um, a lot of, it's a mixed bag. Some are saying they get a warrant, some are saying they're not. They just come in and that's it. They don't show you any paperwork. They have to show you a warrant. Um, So make sure you have the warrant. And also, when they remove items from your home, make sure you get an item receipt. and make sure you pester them about it as well. That is one thing that's it's really, really important because these um, investigations take so long. By the time you get to the other side, you may well have forgotten what they've taken. Um, you also would have been in shock. So a lot of people don't even realize what's been taken. So an item receipt is really, really important so you know exactly what has been removed and that once the investigation is over if need be it can all be returned um so i've done that bit hold on a minute (laughs) sorry um another really important thing and everyone has the knee jerk reaction it's that panic it's that fight or flight mode that we automatically go into um we want to run away you know we want to move we want to move to a different country move to the other side of the country we we you know there's so many things we have to decide um and we always say don't make any rash decisions if you're going to make big life-changing decisions wait a while just so that your feelings have you know calmed down a bit and you're not in that fight or flight mode um it's a really scary place to be and um you can say things that you really don't mean um you know as i say once it's out of your mouth you can't put it back and um that's you know 
it can really affect how you move forward on this journey. So, you know, this is why we said last week, please make sure you look after yourself. Really, really look after yourself. Um, so that's that's a really, really important <clears throat> aspect also. Uh, and it sort of like ties in the financial side of things can be really really delicate I've seen many that have had to struggle because one you know sometimes they are the only breadwinner then um or it was their partner that was the main breadwinner um stay at home mums um you know it can affect financial side very very quickly um and there is help out there so you can reach out to you know the dwp who personally in our case were absolutely fantastic and so supportive of the whole of my family um they helped us so so much and treated us with respect and understanding which was fantastic um so definitely reach out to them um you know there's many charities that can help um have a look in your area who can help you um your local council as well so really look at your financial situations and see you know where it will benefit you if you have to you know <clears throat> even if you're not separated but he's not living at home you know look at how that's going to affect your finances and get that ball rolling as quickly as possible um so that's definitely something to look at uh this is a big one um to be careful who you trust with this information um and that includes you know all Know, family friends professionals um, you don't know at any point how people are going to react you have no idea no matter how long you've known them you don't know how people are going to react um, to the information that you're going to give them so be very very careful and keep it to a minimum of people that you need to tell um, just to protect yourself but also to protect your family you know let try and do that um so so important um also another thing <clears throat> someone mentioned is that and i've seen this with a few people actually they're being told that they can't tell anyone um not to tell anyone and that's normally the police that say you know don't tell anyone but you can there's no reason not to tell anyone um and i think that's very poor practice to tell people that they can't tell anyone because automatically these poor people are like <clears throat> i can't say anything i can't talk to anyone and that really isolates them and that can affect their mental health even more so yes i'm saying be careful who you tell but don't feel that you can't tell 
um, anyone for that need of support that we all need during a tra- uh, you know a trauma. A really good source of help if you you know if you have children um, is the children's schools. Now a lot I know a lot of people are like oh no I don't want to but honestly they are such an important source of support not only for your child but for yourself as well. I mean our, our school was absolutely fantastic. I could not I couldn't thank them enough for what they did for all of us. Um, and there is support there in the school and also the schools are very very discreet they have to be Um, you know they have safeguarding um, aspects but also they have you know the privacy aspect as well so they're very very discreet you know sadly you go in you think oh god everybody knows they're all talking about it in the staff room they're not they have rules that they have to abide to and um, they're a really, really good source. Um, now, one thing that I think is really, really important, if you're going to be contacting professionals and stuff like that via email, uh, make sure you get a memory stick because then your emails don't get all clogged up and you can keep them all on a memory stick and all the information that you need will be on there. So it's just to make your life easier. Pen and paper, have a notebook specifically for this stuff. You know, if you've got questions, write them down. If you've got stuff that's flying around your head, write it down. It's getting it out of its head, it's on paper. You know, make a list, make a list of stuff that you need to be doing. I've found that what happens is you have all this stuff coming into your head and it's like, oh God, there's all this, what do I do here? What do I do now? And it's like, write it down, make a list. You can't do it all at the same time. So write it down. And then as you go through that list, tick it off. There's some real satisfaction of doing a list and ticking off the stuff. So do that because I found that really helped and as I say get a memory stick and be prepared put all your emails any documentation put it on there and then it's all safe in a memory stick that's yours um another thing I'm a, a few people have mentioned is about solicitors um solicitors can't do a lot sadly until someone has been charged um i see the logic in it they're not going to go and do all this work um unless someone has been charged because why would they do all that work and then police come along go oh no we're not going you know we couldn't find whatever and no they're innocent you know solicitors are now left we've done all this work put in all these hours and nothing's come of it so I can understand that Um, but having that solicitor is essential especially during any interviews you they're normally given a duty solicitor so this ever happens to you in your life make sure that 
a solicitor is present um, during any interviews, so, so important, and that you take their advice. Um, if there's any other stuff that the community would like me to get out there that you think is relevant um, to this episode or anything really um, I have actually just set up an email um, which is the world according to the knock at gmail.co.uk so please reach out I'm also on Twitter um, so you know contact me on there um, for any information or if you'd like to give me any information that you think is relevant that you would like to be um, put out to anybody that listens to the podcast that would be great so that's it for the tornado part two and that is it really for the tornado part of the story um I'm doing a bit of a footnote. I've just had to do an edit. I'm not very good at them, but hopefully it works. Um, and it's a bit more personal. I've had a really stressful and traumatic week. Um, that's the only way I can describe it. And um, I've been feeling really, really down the past couple of days. And... Um, I've just seen some very kind words written. I'm going to try not get emotional. And um, they honestly mean everything. And people in the community will know what I'm talking about. And honestly, those words mean everything and shows the strength and humility and the love in this community so thank you <clears throat> from the bottom of my heart and I really mean that thank you to every single one of you and keep fighting and yes something magical will happen every Friday so anyway, on that note, sorry, didn't mean to get emotional. Um, on that note, um, that's it for this week. And thank you. And please take care. And most importantly, be kind. Because it really does make the world of difference to one person. 